If you're looking for a permission slip, I have one right here, like right now. Perfection is so 2009, getting the job done is always going to beat getting the job done to a T. Welcome to Done Not Perfect, a space where we can have real, raw conversations with badass professionals, leaders, and change makers on how to move through the modern life, career, entrepreneurship, and well-being without getting stuck in perfection paralysis. Led by your host, me, Christine Fierce. Let's get down and dirty so we can get it done, providing real life, tangible takeaways that you can apply to your everyday life. So please grab a dirty chai, kick back, and let's chat about getting the job done, period. Okay, so you, before we even get started, when I hear the word entrepreneur, like that's whose face needs to be in the dictionary. (laughs) oh you're so sweet uh for real so I think it's funny that we met I have no idea how many years ago when you were on a panel at a hair that is when we met yes (laughs) it was in Long Beach yes yes (laughs) got it yeah so I've been following you ever since and you are just like the most serial entrepreneur and I love that you share your wins and your shifts like, I think that is so important. So there's so many times that I've followed entrepreneurs, but I eh, delete as soon as it doesn't feel real. Right. Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself? Um, because what are you doing now? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, look, I mean, it's been a tough year for me, you know, to be honest. I mean, I, I think I'm just getting back on the bandwagon of, of life. I've been pretty transparent. And if I get teared up, just, it is what it is. Uh, I've been pretty transparent about my dad's passing. Yeah. So it kind of, uh, if you now see it gets to me, you know, so it rocked my world. And so I'm just now, I think, able to, to have some clarity mentally. Yeah. I mean, it definitely takes time. Yeah. 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 So obviously didn't expect <laughs> yeah. to cry so soon on a podcast, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you know, I mean, listen, I mean, I've positioned myself, you know, a while ago to, and listen, let's talk about the transparency. This is about as transparent as you can get right as an entrepreneur to like, Hey, I'm winning. I'm losing. I'm hurting. And I think the message that I had for myself, like the last couple of months is just work through the pain and get to some progress because I understand that as an entrepreneur and really in life, we're never just standing still. We're either moving forward or we're actually moving backwards. So as me in my grievance state, I knew that I was just, I wasn't just standing still the last eight months. I have been slowly regressing and I had to keep telling myself, Hey, don't think about being the best you can be right now because it's not humanly possible when you're dealing with such pain. What you want to do is wake up with the pain that you have and turn that into some type of daily progress because I know internally that it's the small wins that compound over time. So if I can just have a little bit of progress every day in the midst of my pain, then I'm going to win regardless because I position myself in such a way where even a slight progress for where I'm at right now as an entrepreneur is probably 10 times greater than someone who puts in eight hours a day as an entrepreneur, just starting out. Right. And I think that's 
I think most people don't understand that because they want these wins and they want them now. But yeah. like you said, it's those little compound things that do end up over time. Yeah. So have you ever worked nine to five? Like, was that ever like a tea moment? <laughs> I mean, shit, I did when I was like 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did when I was 18. And by the time I was 22, I was a full blown entrepreneur and I'm 40. So, I mean, that's, and I, you know, I haven't had a nine to five since the age of 22. I think the reality of it is, is that I'm so transparent about, Hey, I went through the first recession. I lost everything. You know, I had moved back in with my mom and my dad. And at this point I'm what, 27 years of age. Like that's a hard pill to swallow. But at the end of the day, it's like, if I don't share that, then you're not going to know why I'm where I'm at today. Because right. during that time I was doing this kind of stuff in my bedroom with, in my mom's master bedroom with my partner holding the camera. And I was doing like bar talking coffee and doing information products at the wrong time and just trying to figure it out. And then one time I just opened up my phone and did bar talking coffee and it went viral. And I said, how do I, how do I literally uh, monetize this? And then that became my apparel line. And then I was sold out of my apparel line. And I said, oh, there's something to this brand building shenanigans. And so after I did that, I remember just, there was a box in, in the room and it had the word press on it. And I was like, to my partner, my partner worked a nine to five. He just retired uh, this last year at 40 um, to be, to do what we do full time. And he used to come to my house. He'd be at work at six, get off at three, come straight to my house until eight or nine. And we would just build and try and build and try. And we tried everything. I mean, I'm talking about everything. And I remember looking at him one day and I go, we should just launch a company called District Media Press. And we should just teach people how to build a brand. I mean, you know, ads, you're coding. I know brand, bar talk and coffee, let's go. And that's yeah. how we created District Media Press. And then I ended up generating quite a bit of money that first year. I had people that worked as independent contractors with me and I was still broke and I was wondering why. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't like this feeling. And I didn't have a salesperson. I was the only salesperson. And I became slight selfish with myself because I was self-aware enough to know that I was not a good, I was not, I'm not a good leader. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, as in like, I don't feel the need to want to work my ass off as a brand. This is just for me. And then pay other people to do a job that I can outsource for quite less. And it's just a reality. And then still be broke, bringing in a half a million dollars. Mm -hmm. That to me, I just thought, well, I might just do it myself and keep all the money and work smarter when I'm outsourcing. So mm -hmm. I had made that pivot and I made that pivot when COVID hit, because when COVID hit, it gave me an excuse, which I hate excuses, but it gave me an excuse <laughs> to close up yeah. shop. Right. I'm like, yeah. sorry guys, we're closing up shop. You know, businesses are closed. That's our business model. And I went back to the basics. And then when I went back to the basics, it's something interesting that happens with the universe. The universe is going to give you exactly where you're supposed to be. I went, when I went right back to my brand, Facebook called me. I got a partnership with them and this was not a small partnership. I mean, I'm doing reels three, uh, 30 seconds in my car on my phone and it's on track for 60 grand. I mean, you break that down into how much money that is per minute or per <laughs> second. That's stupid. So I was like, okay, I'm aligned at this point, but I'm self-aware enough to know that I'm aligned. Mm -hmm. And then I went on cruise control. I said, cool got the new house, did all these things, right? I mean, I'm, I'm elevating, I'm, I'm glowing and growing to higher levels during COVID. And I thought, okay, I'm, fuck, let's go. Then TV called me. 
Then TV called again. And then Forbes did an article on me. And then Entrepreneur Magazine did an article on me. Then I got picked up to be a writer for Entrepreneur Magazine. And then Yahoo Finance and then NASDAQ and all these things that are hitting me in the face, right? And then I'm on TV again and on TV again, I'm like, oh my God, this is what alignment feels like. The path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I was untouchable. And then I got the call that my dad had passed away. Then I'm back to square one now, emotional, right? I'm, I'm emotional, like, I'm just sitting here going like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, are, and now I'm getting angry, right? Now I'm mad because I'm like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can't have it all at the same time? What kind of <laughs> bullshit is this? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. now I'm just, my, my father ruined me. I'm spoiled rotten. So I know this <laughs> for a fact. So now I'm getting mad. And whether you believe in the universe, I'm more spiritual than I'm religious, but I still know there's a higher being. And so I'm yelling at the higher being and cussing at, you know, I'm questioning my faith because when something rocks your world, that's so debilitating, it questions your entire existence. Right. And now I'm sitting here going, okay, I was supposed to be on TV next week. Now I got to plan a fucking funeral. How the fuck did this happen? Then the, I, then I have to call the doctor and go, Hey, my dad, uh, we just saw the day before, by the way, my dad went to the doctor and they said, Oh, you have stage four cancer. We need you to do chemo in two weeks. So I'm experiencing that in that moment going, okay, I'm processing, you're sick, you have cancer. And then the very next day, I get a phone call two hours before, I I talked to him many times that day. And two hours before I'm on the phone with the doctor, the doctor's telling me he had 18 months or less, for exact words. I didn't even have 18 hours. He died that next day. So now I'm sitting there, And I'm like, okay, how am I going to even survive at this point? Like, I'm glad I had pieces in motion that I'll talk about that positioned me to have money coming in. So I didn't have to worry about that, but I'm sitting here going, okay, now I'm looking at my, my dad, who's actually deceased on the floor at his house for three hours because they said he died of stage four cancer. Okay. And then the doctor's calling me, asking me how he died. And I'm like, really? You can you tell me? And I didn't use those words that, that were very nice, by the way. I definitely didn't. I was not civil. Yeah. <laughs> I was not civil at that point when she called, how'd he die? Really? So I'm like now, like, okay, I am my father's daughter. Let me pick up these pieces. Cause my brother is over here distraught. My mother is a wreck. And I'm the only one going, All right, okay, let me just. Let me shove that down. Actually, let me shove it down now. (laughs) So I could, I could take care of business and I can grieve later. Yeah. And that's exactly what I've done. So I was actually surprised at myself for even getting on TV two months after he passed away. But a lesson that I once learned by somebody that was once my mentor, Les Brown, he said, and now my friend, uh, never turn down opportunities that can lead to greater things. And I knew that I needed, I needed that moment two months later because I needed to feel what it felt like to get back to business. Yeah. And it progr- and I progressively moved forward. Now I'm fortunate, right? Because I have investments that I made a year and a half ago in crypto that were paying 1% a day. So I'm making $700 a day. When it fluctuates $300 a day, back to $700 a day. So I'm like, okay, one smart decision has led to an insane amount of time to take care of myself emotionally. Mm-hmm. However long that takes, at least you have that. So give yourself a break. Yeah. And that's been my story this year. Yeah, that's heavy. Well, and 
I really applaud you for sharing all of that because fuck, like, I mean, most people, they, they're like, they get this news and then they get time to process and you didn't have, like you said, 18 hours to process. No, right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're huge in, um, like manifesting and like trying to see the bigger picture and everything like that. How have you allowed yourself? Like, when did you, I know you said that you were spoiled, so I'm sure that your dad had some piece of that, but like, when, when was like the point when you were like, I am worthy of this stuff. Like, and I just need to get the pieces in motion. Right. Because you, that's what you taught me. You're like, what the fuck are you waiting for? Like do it yesterday. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, something is, I believe in the power of, a. It's funny you asked me that. I believe in the power of journaling. Uh, and I I journal everything. I went to Universal Studios VIP with my niece and my cousin. So that's that. But I journal everything and I call it my empowerment morning because I want to put the intention in motion every single day for what I expect to happen. So sometimes I just talk about how grateful I am for my relationships, my family, my friends. And then sometimes, which is most of the time, every single day, I'm actually writing down what I expect to happen in future form. Mm-hmm. So, uh, giving example, you know, I, yesterday I haven't done it today, but I'll do it later on. Cause I sometimes do it in the afternoon as well. Um, and you know, this one was just, I, I am a part of we, the culture in January, 2023, which is a huge, uh, partnership with Facebook. I'm already speaking that into the universe. Cause I talked to my brand manager a couple of days ago about it. Um, so my personal brand is elevated to higher heights. I generate just under my brand alone, 1.4 million the last six months. So I speak it. Mm-hmm. And there's something magical that happens when you actually see something in your mind. That means you can hold it in your hand. Yeah. And then, so do you put like a time stamp on it or do you let the universe or whatever you believe in, like take it from there? You know, I put a time stamp on it. I have a vision board in my room and it's, it's a whiteboard and I actually have the timeline mapped out. It's very interesting. I should have brought it in here, um, but it's very interesting because I had re I had adjusted my goals because what you, what we tend to do is we have these big goals and then sometimes we have to make that, that aggressive pivot and that mm-hmm. pivot may look very different than what's on the board. So I had made some adjustments from my vision board, uh, a month ago. And on there, I said by March 30th, 2023, I will be verified on Facebook and Instagram. That's already happening. Exactly. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. It happened. Right. Not a, not a month. It happened days later, (laughs) days later. And I, and I was like, okay, well that was easy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm a huge believer in just setting the intention and putting it out there and give yourself a little bit of a break. Even if you don't hit that mark right away, what you need to do and what I advise everyone to do is to be present enough to identify if you're closer to that path because you'll have little, little small wins that won't look like the big win, but it's like, if I can recognize that and then I can see it, then I know that it's on its way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love doing vision boards. And actually like there was a time where it scared me because the shit started happening. Yeah. And then I was like, bah. now I really you- got to think about what I want to put on here. Well, and then you also go like, holy fuck, I need to think about what the fuck I'm thinking about because, because, because now I got, I get a little paranoid, like <laughs> yeah. I get like paranoid, you know, like, 
my like the I, I know I have some traumas and PTSD from from my dad's experience and, and that'll play in my mind during the daytime and I have to snap myself out of it and go, hey, 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 thoughts are things. You're perfect health. You're getting mm-hmm. into perfect wealth. You know, like like I have to st- I snap myself out of it. And one of the techniques that I used to do, which I think trained my brain, is I used to wear a rubber band around my wrist. Oh, really? <laughs> Not the thin one, that thick motherfucker. Yeah. And whenever I would think a negative thought, I would just go like this and I would snap my wrist. <laughs> and yeah. the pain was so horrible. I started to correct myself mentally. <laughs> yeah. I know what I do is I, I literally, yeah, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> and then like, yeah. sorry, whoever's around me. They'll be like, what? And I was like, I had to stop that train because it was going to derail that. my shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facts. yeah. Big time facts. <laughs> so speaking engagements and Forbes and all of that, how did that even come about? How did you? Yeah, like I, like I think I'm just this master fucking manifester. You know, you know what I do? I just, it's, I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to blow your mind, right? So yes. <laughs> this is, no, this is some real shit. I, I, I have become fearless in my approach to life. The older I get, the more fearless I become. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the first story, how I got on how I got my first speaking engagement and then how I got on TV. I made a fake email and I called her probably Deidre Moore or some bullshit. I don't remember the name. <laughs> I made a fake email. I emailed as Deidre Moore, the vice president at Sac State. Mm-hmm. And Deidre was my representative. Mm-hmm. Something magical happened that day. She responded right away. Got my first speaking engagement, 5,000 bucks for 15 minutes. Fuck yeah. First time. That was how I first got my first speaking engagement at a university, right? Mm-hmm. So now I got a little more clever and I said, well, shit, this shit is too easy. So I started reaching out to more, more speakers. Not re- like Deidre Moore got the second speaking engagement, got Long Beach, got all the oh. things, right? Yeah. So at some point I said, okay, I don't need Deidre no more. Okay. That <laughs> <gets> up. okay? <laughs> I could day trade this attention now. No big deal. And so I was like, all right, I, I want to get back on TV more because I had done a bunch of TV uh, Zooms, right, during mm-hmm. COVID. And so I was like, cool, I want to do local TV. I've done it before. Let's do it again. Let's get let's go on Fox this time. I've never been on Fox 40. And so I was like scrolling through and I remember I remember being taught something really early on in my career that says it's easier to get to the top than it is to get to the bottom. And what that mm-hmm. meant was it's easier for me to contact the president of a network or vice president than trying to find the producer who may or may not get back to me. Mm-hmm. So I randomly went to the website and I scrolled down and I saw the vice president and his cell phone number was there. So I called his cell phone. And I said, Hey, Scott, <laughs> I said, Hey, beat me up, Scotty. I said, you don't, you don't know me. I said, but I'm Tiana Burst. You're going to love me when I get done with this phone call. I said, this is who I am. I'll send you verification and links. And he thought it was a hoot. I mean, like, I- I'm telling you, like he emailed me seconds after we hung up the phone and now him and I are like, he's my buddy. Like he'll email me and say, Hey, can you come back on TV? This is the vice president of Fox 40. <laughs> yeah. I his cell phone. He goes, yeah, I'll pass it through right now. Let's get you on next week. Yeah. That was it. Now I'm on all the time, but who's going to do that? Christine, who's going to do that? Who's going to call the vice president on his cell phone? Hey, if it's there, like, <laughs> I mean, but this is what pe- most people won't put themselves out there to do. Yeah. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's two answers, no or yes, right? I have nothing to lose, only everything <laughs> to gain. Now I'm on TV, what, two, three times? I'm on TV whenever the, whenever I want, honestly. 
but they call me right two, three times a once a month, twice a month, depending on their schedule. So, you know, that's just a testament and just one example of how I landed on TV. And that's a tough thing for people to do because you get scared. Um, I just don't, I've lived my life where I just don't care anymore. I've already lost my dad. What else do I have to lose? Right. Half my heart's gone. So let's go get it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been my philosophy. I mean, I think you, I mean, the podcast being called done, not perfect. I mean, I feel like that's, that's you. You're like, I will get this shit done. <laughs> you know, no, no matter what it looks like. Right. And it's I mean, been, go ahead. I mean, I'm just like, it's, 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 it's something where you have to come to, and especially as an entrepreneur, right? I mean, you have to be self-aware enough to know your lane, right? If someone's not good on TV, don't go on TV. But right. I know where my strengths lie. I'm a communicator. And Les Brown said, communicators change the world. And so I, knowing that, it's like, why wouldn't I go after national syndication? But how do you go after national syndication? You start with local syndication. Mm-hmm. Then you day trade that attention to get to the national syndication. And then next, thing you know, hell, I might be in New York, having my own TV show or LA, who knows, but that's a part of my goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it manifests, I'm just a fucking unicorn at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, I feel, and I know you're going to agree with me, but I feel like the biggest feat for anyone is themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, so I know, like I get stuck in this loop. I know my friends get stuck in this loop where we start reading and researching and doing, but we're not doing. And so that's like my whole, my whole MO for not next year for fucking today. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that, that. And I, I went, I've been there. I was there early on in my career. Uh, and when I was in my mother's bedroom, I got to, I got too stuck on a, the comparison chart. Like, oh, this person is thriving. I should do it like they're doing it. And then I'll be able to win. Mm-hmm. That doesn't ever work because you're not being an authentic, your authentic self. And you can never win when you're trying to be someone else. The second thing I did was I got so caught up in the data and the research and looking and watching and watching and watching and four or five hours pass and I can't get anything done because I'm researching and looking when all that you're doing is you just have to do it. Right. You just have to do it. Can you tell me that again? (laughs) You just, because it's like, okay, well, if not now, then when? If anything Mm -hmm. is a testament that I've learned is that tomorrow is not promised based upon my experience with my dad. So you don't, may not have time the next day to do it. But what if that moment in time that you do that one thing is the one thing that starts and jumps your career? Right. And that's always what I think about, even to this day. What can I do today that will spring my career to the next level? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and do it now. Do not wait. Everything, put everything on the back burner. Tell your friends you're, you're not available. I put my phone on do not disturb. I've, I've made boundaries because I hang out with a lot of people. I have a boundary to people. Hey, I'm not available until this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am just very matter of fact because I got one shot and I want to get it done and I want to do it right. And I want to do it now. Yeah. I mean, you're like the golden child of it. Seriously. Like when I night here entrepreneur I'm like let's see (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know I I think too it's I'm pretty I'm pretty modest and I and I gotta give myself some credit because I'm a pretty like my ego is really in check if I do a thing it's not to feed my ego me getting verified was not ego driven I cried when that happened I cried like a baby because I felt like all the hard work is finally starting to pay off not because I'm verified but because of what 
next step comes out of verification. It comes with potential book deal, potential syndication. Like I've done such hard work to get to that moment. Mm -hmm. That's something to be proud of as an entrepreneur, because it's hard enough as an entrepreneur, especially when you're dealing with pain. Yeah. Well, and do you celebrate your wins? I have not. Um, I actually, I, you know, I think back and now the, the, the second time I was on TV, I didn't even tell my, my mom or dad and my dad had to call my mom and, and me and go, Hey, Hey boog. I was like, yeah. He's like, I just saw you on TV. That was a trip. I, said, oh, <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Like, I don't even tell people when I get back on TV and it's like, yeah. hey, why wouldn't you praise yourself for that moment? Why wouldn't you tell people? And I think a part of it is I was raised with a shit ton of humility and uh, I just, you know, for me, it's just like, oh, well, it's just TV, but it's not just TV. It's a fucking milestone every single time because of what it leads to. So, you know, I think a part of me has to, has to some way dive deeper into my self-awareness to figure out why I do that. Um, but to also stay in that, in that zone, because ego, I think is just edging God out. And I don't, I don't want to be in a position to where, um, I let, you know, what I've accomplished, get the best of who I am. Because when you forget where you came from, you're headed right back there. You're too authentic for that. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that. Yeah. So if someone is in their way right now, like if they don't start today, what are they missing? They're missing a few things. They're, they're, they're missing uh, they're procrastinating, first of all, and they're holding themselves. They're 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 in fear. That's the that's what they're they're just in fear of someone else's point of view. That's mm -hmm. the only thing that it is. Because if you don't act upon what you've been wanting to do for a long time, then you're just afraid of what someone might think of you as you take action. Now, on the flip side, let's say that's not the case, then you're just procrastinating. And that's not going to get you anywhere. Right. You can always change your name. You can change your logo. You can change your mission. You can yep. pivot like a motherfucker. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I'm we're in the process of doing my, a new website for myself right now. Tiana. I mean, like it's you. And, and that's the one thing too, is people get caught up on the look of something. I've seen the worst looking e-commerce sales pages generate $20 million. Wow. I, when I realized that I was like, fuck it, game over, throw some shit up and let's get some ads going. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you, you realize like, okay, you can always change the look of something. You can always rebrand yourself. Who mm -hmm. cares? Just do some, do it. Just do, because at the end of the day, you don't know who's watching. It was a very interesting story. I have all these fucking stories. Um, I get it. My phone rings. Right. And yes. I don't, I, for some reason, I don't know why my dad's ID. I don't know why, but for some reason I answered the, uh, the number that I didn't, that I didn't recognize. It was a lady who has followed me on, on Facebook for a long time. And my videos got her through her sister dying of cancer. And she called me to tell me that I got her through that indirectly. My number's on Facebook apparently. And that she wanted to call me to tell me that she's here for me about my dad's passing. Fuck. Never met this one a day in my fucking life. Wow. That's why people need to take action because you don't know who you're going to impact. And if you're not here to impact, then what the fuck are you doing on this earth? Right. That's it. So true. Some powerful shit. I know. That's why I'm quiet. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ne I'm never quiet. I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> no, that's some, that's some shit.
I mean, when I, when I got that phone call, I cried after I hung up. I said, holy shit. Alignment. Yeah. yeah. Alignment's real. Manifestation's real. Yep. But I hope that everyone that listens to this fucking follows you because you're so inspiring. I was just so excited that you were like, yeah, I'll jump on. I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, I'll do it all girl. I just, <laughs> let's go. Let's go do it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing your story and your rawness and your realness. And, um, let's fucking go, man. Let's go next level time. Let's you better it. have your goals mapped out for 2023. Girl, I got, I got the next two years. Cause okay, you know what I, I did? I actually, I, um, cause I always like, I journal as it's happening. Like I always say, like I wake up and I'm walking down my, um, gravel road with my dogs and my kid to get the mail. And I just did this. And so I always do it as it's my perfect day. But then the other day I decided, I was like, well, what does your perfect day even cost you? You don't even know. Mm. So I wrote down and I, I was like, you know, my perfect day is only $10,000 a month. Like that's so little, that's nothing. Right. So I was like, it's so close. Wow. So it's like, okay, so now I'm so, you know me, I'm goal driven. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have those goals. So we'll line it up. Right. So when I hit this number, that's when I'll do this, this number, I'll do that. And so it's like that perfect life is it's there. There it's not, it's not even not there. It's there. And And you know that, go ahead. It's weird because like, I feel it and I see it and I'm finally at the point, I think maturity wise that I know that I'm not in control of the timing of it and, but it's there and it's coming, but things have to work out in the world. Right. For right. it to happen. Right. Um, you feel it. That's oh, the yeah. first step in the manifestation. Nothing else. Not if you see it. Yeah. If you see it in your brain, in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. If you don't feel like a millionaire, if I don't feel like a millionaire, I'm not going to generate what I'm generating now. See, I felt it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's here. Right. So uh, yeah, feeling is number one. And also I think your, your point is so spot on. It's like, what, if you really break down what it looks like for you to actually do what you love full time, you'd be so surprised what that dollar amount is and how easy it is to get there. Yeah. And then, so that's what I was like, what's your plan of action now? Like, but yeah. And so it's like, how can you share what, like, what really lights your soul on fire? Yeah. Like, and it is women. Like, I think we should all be pillars. Like, it's cool to be in relationships and whatnot, but at the end of the day, you got you, you know? Listen, so I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've always believed in a strong, independent woman and I could have the most successful boyfriend in the world. And I'll be honest with you. We'll probably never have the same bank account. Mm-hmm. Like, I just am such an independent person. I want to accomplish this on my own. I'm capable of doing it. I'm just as, I, I mean, I, I, I am Tiana Burst, the great. So <laughs> not, there's nothing that I cannot accomplish on my own. And yeah. I believe that every single female, because what, and this is unfortunate. I, I hate that this is a reality. Women even stay in relationships that are not healthy because of financial situation. Yeah, I was there. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I didn't know, but I'm saying like yeah. that's because yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the reality with women. Right. And so, it's, and so when you, when you only, when you put yourself in that position, it slowly, but surely starts to kill you on the inside. Mm-hmm. You lose your self-confidence, your self-esteem, your ability to do something different. Like it's all gone. Right. So I always believed in that. I don't talk about this as much, you know, cause that's not really my brand per se. Yeah. Um, but I do believe in that one million percent. 
Well, aren't two pillars stronger than one? 100%. So what's the ish? <laughs> like, right. you know? Right, right, right. 100%. And it, it was so crazy to me is to think about like our grandmas. Like it wasn't that long ago that we weren't allowed to do things. Like we couldn't buy cars or homes or, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't that long ago. Your People grandma. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. People think it was, no, it has not been that long. Freedom right. women to vote has not been that long. Right. Perspective, man. Yeah. All right. I know we could talk forever, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call it. I appreciate you. I'll hit you up before it launches. All right. Appreciate you too. And uh, if you have anything that you can send me so I can make graphics for it, my team and start to promote it, let me yeah. know. Just send it over to me email and I'll start pushing it. Cool. Sounds cool. good. All right. Let me know if you need anything. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> While you go through the day, I want you guys to think about this. What if you started that project today? What if you created the brand, bought the course, joined the club, click the heck yes button on your mind, body, and spirit? Maybe, just maybe, baby steps could create the big magic we're all looking for.